Hola, Road Tripping Family. This is Rafael Alcalde with a big Cleveland greeting for everybody. Before we get going with the next episode of Road Tripping Summer Edition, and I promise you it's going to be a great one, I wanted to cut in to remind you that you can still take advantage of the great offer our friends at Casper Mattress are giving all our listeners. Visit casper.com slash road and get $50 off towards any mattress purchase. The whole road tripping crew is really enjoying the wonders of our Casper mattresses. The mattress industry has forced consumers into paying notoriously high markups, but Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing the savings directly to the consumer. Buying a Casper mattress is completely risk-free. Casper offers free delivery and free returns with 100-night home trial. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit to it, especially considering you are going to spend a third of your life on it. So remember, not only you get a hundred nights to try it out, but if you use the promo code ROAD, R-O-A-D, at checkout, you get $50 off the purchase of any mattress. Visit casper.com slash ROAD. Cheers, 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 into another edition of Summer Road Tripping. I'm your host, Allie Clifton, Chris Geeter-McGee, Richard Jefferson on board today. And I'm going to try to keep it together <laughs> for our, our guest uh, here. She is, uh, in my eyes, the baddest of all badasses on the planet. Uh, she's an Olympic gold medalist. And I would say the most winningest American skier in the history. Lindsay uh, Vaughn. Hi, Lindsay. Thank guys. you so much for opening your home. Yeah, well no problem. Us. And I didn't really have a choice, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best thank yous. I didn't have a choice. So thank you. You're welcome. Twist my well, arm. Twist your arm. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. I just worked out uh-huh. and uh, I dressed up for you guys. I, and we do appreciate that. <laughs> yep. we, we really do appreciate Took a that, shower so. in my... Uh, like SI swimsuit. swimsuit road tripping like do you prepare the same way totally yeah yep. <laughs> i had i had a really good breakfast this morning you know what was it what just was? really plenished my body with good stuff and then was prepared ready for this epic podcast <laughs> what do you same eat like si exactly the same yeah uh, i saw the si um outfits that you and your sister were wearing oh the 50 most fashionable yes. i thought you were talking about my body paint i was like Oh, oh, okay, I saw that that's one too. a little I creepy, that, but that cool. Still, that one's still hanging in my bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I was thinking Great, about. awesome. <laughs> I was talking about what uh, the yeah, what you guys wore at the at the, the event. You said you had she had trouble like getting into the car. Oh, we both had very uh, we had a very difficult time getting into the car. I think I had a more difficult time. I mean, you know, her boobs came out a few times while getting in. I, I just my pants unbuttoned. <laughs> That was my favorite. Okay, that sounded really weird. That was my favorite part, though, about you because you were just so like real and like, who cares? And you were like, I, I don't care. My I mean, pants. If, I, if I unbutt my pants and unzip them, like, shit's ripping up the butt. <laughs> like it is. And I, I put a lot of effort into looking good that night, so I was like, okay, you suck it in. That didn't work, so I was like, all right, well, open them up. That's an easy fix. 
what's not an easy fix if it like rips or tears. Yeah, exactly. If my pants split open, like I can't really show up like that. Have you ever had red carpet like... Yeah, I had like that. I had one instance at the CFDA Awards in New York. I went with Cynthia Rowley, and um, the back of my dress completely ripped open. Mm. And so we were at a we were at a hotel about to go to the red carpet. She asked the front desk for a sewing kit, busts out the sewing kit, sews me into the dress, and then five minutes later we're out the door and on the red carpet. I, I've never had a wardrobe malfunction. Is that a panic moment? Is it a, is it a stressful? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole world's going to see. Yeah. I mean, normally you don't want like any crack showing. It's, it's usually not a good thing on the gotcha. red carpet. So I, I definitely was a little bit panicked. I was like, what are we going to do? We don't have another outfit. Like we're already like, we got to go. And she just pulled through. The sewing kits are impressive. That's, I mean, that's the sign of a really good designer when they can just. <laughs> it's the little mini like sewing kit, right? Oh yeah, like, like the hotel. Yeah. Like the little mini one. She just sewed me right up. <laughs> I mean, it was a little bit difficult going to the bathroom then after that. Th- that but, you know, as long as the red, the red carpet was done. So it's not really that big of a deal if, you know. Did you have a change for the after party? No. Oh. No, it was like, you know, CFDA award and then right into like cocktail hour. Well, it was I, actually I, the same night that I had doping control show up to the red carpet. Oh, it was a great oh. night. It was really. Because you don't wait, know they're coming, wait, wait, right? Wait, 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 no. They, they can show up anytime, any place like that? Yeah. Anywhere. Anytime. Oh, okay. See, in team sports, like we have, we have rules. And that was one of the things I wanted to ask you about. Uh, why are you laughing? Because you don't follow any rules. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really know. But those rules you have to follow. Uh, we were talking about me not giving out my phone number. I don't even think our team has. Everyone on my team has a new phone number. But how can they show up like at just an event, like just at a random thing? There isn't like a twenty-four hour. Like for us, like we have like a forty-eight hour window. Like if they try and get a hold of us, but they'll never just show up at our door. Uh, yeah, we have to tell them where we are. All day, every day, 365 days a year. So I have to give them, basically I give them a one hour time period to where I have to be accountable at that time every single day. So if I'm not at that at that place that I told them I'd be yeah. and they come, they show up, it's an automatic missed test. Um, Are you allowed a certain amount of missed test? You're allowed three within an 18th month period and then you're if you miss those three you're banned for two years automatically what the hell that's bullshit yeah so it's really tough i mean it's tough because you know life changes plans change you take naps i take naps (laughs) that's the thing i i have to write in like on my on my sheet i say my doorbell's broken please knock really loudly because if i don't i'm probably won't hear you yeah because if I could be upstairs and they're knocking on the door and I don't answer and then I automatically have a missed test. I got a dumb question. Is it an email? Is it a text? Like, how does this it's communication like a whole, work? We do these. If you could only see her face. Right? <laughs> you could see the disgust uh, in her face. Just like, if you only knew. Well, I mean, I like I get it and I'm happy to do it. It's just hard because, you know, I'm up, I have to update all the time because I'm always changing my plan. Even when I go to the gym, you know, normally I say, okay, come between seven and eight. Because if I say six and seven, then they're going to be here at six, which yeah. is way too early. So I say seven and eight, but sometimes I go to the gym before that. So then I have to update and tell them that it's changed. 
And it, I mean, the updates are relatively easy because it's just an email, but we have to do quarterly um, whereabouts forms. So we have to do the next, you know, three, three months. And I don't know what I'm going to be doing in three months from now. Like, I don't know what I'm I have doing no three I, hours from now. You know, so, Seriously. I mean, I do know, like, I don't, I do know where my camps are, but I don't always know the address, you know, the hotels. And especially in the season, it's really tough because we're changing every single weekend. And sometimes two or three times a week, we've changed hotels. So I have to tell them every single time that I'm this is going blowing. somewhere this new. Is By the way, you know what's crazy? The Olympic Doping Committee knows about road tripping now. I will be with road tripping. They will know. No, like see, they, they have th- you in their sights. RJ, be screwed. Oh no, that's all right. I'm the oldest man in the world at any time in the NBA. Not the oldest man in the NBA, but I feel like it. Kind of Vince Carter. There's been three different times where I had like a semi-impressive dunk that got you know sports center attention. They're like the old man doing it again, and like, I literally got drug tested like two days. Yeah, after. probably. So, I, I mean, which. It's just, it's fine. They, the stuff I'm on, they can't, they can't find it. Do they not it. know about yeah. the South Bay workout? Dear Lord. Yeah, the stuff I'm on, they, they, they don't like, know. Like, have they ever showed up to Shellbacks to get you? No, no. Like, the amount of whiskey that I drink to preserve my body is something that is just, it's impressive. Next level. So, uh, they, <laughs> nice. they won't be, they won't be like, able to figure it athletic out. Athletic performance. Yeah. Yeah. As she yeah. prepares herself for the Olympics, this is yeah. great knowledge to drop well, on Well, it's her. like, you know, how you like, you know, you have to like embalm a body to kind of keep it from like decaying. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. I drink lots of whiskey. Like that's my that's my secret. How I just slow my body down. Yeah. Um, it slows my heart rate. You know, increases my my uh, my cell regeneration. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it's really awful. What it does to you in the morning, but by the nighttime, you're you're okay, ready to go again. Uh, but no, like for individual sports, like an individual athlete, I always wondered, like because. You know, our podcast is about road tripping. Like me and Channing joking around on the road. You've been around both of us and how we're um, kind of idiots. And so, but <laughs> that's of. what we do on the road. We travel as we travel <laughs> as teams. Like when you travel as an individual, like that said, like just having to do like the constant update. Do you have like a team of people that help you? Is it just kind of you and one other person, coach, trainer? Like, do you just travel with the team or how's that work? It's like, it's definitely not as, you know, first class it's, Cleveland Cavaliers. So I'll tell you that right now. Um, we don't have a police escort, you know, on our. Oh, but those are just know. during the playoffs every year. Uh. <laughs> every year, every bus trip, every time. Yeah. Um, no, basically, it's. I mean, it's ski racing is kind of interesting because we're not a team sport. You race for yourself, but we train as a team. We travel relatively as a team. You know, we have team meetings. We have all that stuff. Um, but you know, we're not a team. So we have a little bit of the team dynamic, but you're always responsible for yourself. Hmm. Um, so we, everyone has ski technicians. They're responsible for their ski equipment. So they travel with the skis. I have my car in Europe. So I just basically put all my stuff in my car with my little dog and I travel around, you know, sometimes it's two hours the next race. Sometimes it's 10 hours. Um, it's not, it's not, uh, it's no police escort, no private jets. <laughs> but you're just, fine, you know, though. You know just everybody. Just Red Bull and my dog and just hammer through. That's awesome. Who's yeah. a must bring with you on the road? Like, is it a physical therapist? Like, who must you have with you? Oh, I have a pretty big crew because I'm old. 
you know not I as feel old you. as you I feel you though girl not, I feel you though it's I, hard yeah. so I have a physical therapist um, I have a trainer I have two ski coaches I have my ski technician um, and then you know my boyfriend Keenan comes on the road sometimes my sister lives in Italy so she comes around sometimes and my dog of course is a must solid team how many sisters do you have I have two sisters and two brothers. Oh, wow. The last three are triplets. The last three are triplets? Mm-hmm. Wait. We, we we're, were actually... Oh, go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. We were actually talking about this on the way here. For some of our listeners who may not know, I mean, I'm sure a lot do. You're from Minnesota. 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 I know. I know. I know. Oh, oh, the Ohio girl. I heard it in your voice. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, she's an Ohio, Ohio, Ohio and Minnesota. Like, Wait, do I have an accent? Yeah. Are you kidding? Oh yeah, I know. Who? 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 You said who? There's like yeah. the who's yeah. like. No, you realized how For that's some spelled. Some of our listeners who may not know. <laughs> who may not know? <laughs> okay. Amazing. Um, She's turning so no, red. No, but we, right we talked about this um, at a young age. Your family kind of picked up and followed you. You know yeah. what was that like? Um, you know, it was interesting. Um, it was d- definitely very difficult. You know, I. My family moved for me, and originally it was just me and my mom that would go to Colorado, and we would I would train there for a few months and then go back home. And then eventually my family decided that we were all going to move out, but they didn't quite tell us in, like, a normal way. They, we kind of just went out there like we were going to do a, a normal, you know, trip, like a vacation for a little bit, and then they're like, surprise. We're staying. We're staying forever. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. And you were um, how old? Uh, 13. Jeez. Yep, 13. Wow. Ah, no pressure. No, no pressure. pressure. All yeah. the kids doing it for you too. And yeah. Yeah. I think it was mostly difficult for my brothers and sisters, especially the triplets, because, because they were so young at the time. Mm-hmm. And they just had a difficult time blending in with, you know, all the new friends at school. And they just had a hard time. And I felt bad, obviously. You know, I they moved out there for me and they're all struggling. But at the same time, you know, they got a lot of amazing opportunities, you know, living Mm -hmm. in Colorado, um, growing up skiing on an amazing mountain. Unfortunately, none of them really uh, took advantage of that. (laughs) And none of them were really good at racing except for my my brother Reed. But I don't know. I mean, uh, in the end, they were, none of them are resentful and they all supported (laughs) me and I'm lucky for that. I'm very thankful for that. But, uh, you know, good thing I made it. Because that would have been, <laughs> <Good thing. laughs> that been tough. Oh. Yeah. If you would have flamed out at 18. Allie has, <laughs> oh, yeah. Allie has complained on this podcast so many times about being a middle child and Kevin Love. Uh, Kevin is a middle child too, so they've bonded Aww. over that, and they're just like nobody cares about us. We're the middle child, and Jan Brady. Here, here of course, she, Kevin would her whole about family that. up and moved. <laughs> To help her ski, and we just compl- and then we just have people that complain about being the middle child. I never have chip. complained. You're lying. No, I just no. <laughs> You're lying. You're I've lying. never complained. I just at a young age realized that no one cared Cares. about me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when they find me in a quarter reading a book upside down, I just learned at a very young age that I had to just do things on my own. Shout out, mom and dad. I love you. Um, with that said, though, we talked before we started, too. You're preparing for the Olympics mm-hmm. in February. Yep. And your regimen right now is... It's a little aggressive. <laughs> it's a little aggressive. You're um, not drinking. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised <sighs> that I'm, like, functioning at this point. My bike session this morning was 
intense. Is it on Snapchat? Did those bananas get you through? They did. I was starving. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm like, I feel like I can never eat enough food. Like I'm working out so hard. I'm just, I'm starving all the time. And I was dying this morning. Like I, I literally was like, I don't know if I can do this. So, you know, I pulled up some extra motivation on the internet. I had some <laughs> bananas. I had a Red Bull. Yeah. But I made it through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not drinking um, until February. I maybe have like, you know, one glass of wine a week. Um, I've got like prepared meals for every meal. Um, oh, um, God, I'm doing five days a week, you know, double sessions every day. Um, that sounds awful. When you when you win gold. Oh, you're an athlete. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, apparently basketball players don't put that much effort in. No, we put that in my, no, I'm just. You drink you, like during the season. Yes, but that's what, <laughs> yes, yes. I told you, I. that's how I, people want to know what my secret is. It's yoga, it's volleyball, and whiskey. Like that's. that's that sounds that's, all that, things that. No one would ever want to do. Yeah, well, I think that's the difference. Though, I to hate your yoga. point. There is a difference, though, with you being weights? an individual. I met with a trainer yesterday. My when guy was the last time you lifted weights? Well, like, what do you mean by lift weights? Like the, the soul cycle, the last five minutes when you're doing the curls and the shoulder presses. <laughs> you're like Hollywood. You're like Hollywood. Oh, hundred. No, not Hollywood. I more, I more consider myself like a soccer mom with how I work out. Uh-huh. Like it's a lot of yoga, like some. Soul Soul cycle. Um, I'd love a good spin class. Uh, wow. Yeah, no. Uh, one of one of my <laughs> friends were like, "You are the most basic bitch in the world." <laughs> Sounds like because I eat smoothies after my after my yoga class, and I'm like, "Oh God, I'm drained." Uh, can I we talk about the fact that Lindsay he wouldn't even drive here today? I had to drive. He yeah. wouldn't even. Wow. He wouldn't even well, drive. Well, no, I stopped to get a sandwich. Because yeah, there's so many things they want to say right now. It's, 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 it's infuriating. Yeah, it's no. infuriating. He had to eat his blueberry donut and his sandwich. That was on a pretzel bun and a fried egg and all of that jazz. You're so high maintenance. You know, it's not that I'm high maintenance. I just (laughs) know what I like. And but no, but that's the difference between. I the, want it and I want I it want now. now. It's my I money. I want that golden goose it's, now, it's, it's daddy. It's my money, and I want it now. But what I'm saying though is more of like, <laughs> I just have to keep doing my job, and as I get older, my job gets smaller <laughs> and smaller <laughs> and smaller. So they're like, Richard, we just need you to just do this, and so I just try and keep my body at 37 years old, 17 years in the league. I just try and keep my body in a range and in a shape ready to go. Like, I, like, what am I going to do? Go to the gym and do dribbling drills? Like, I'm not dribbling the ball anymore. So I just that that one. Okay, so we check that off the list. Not doing that shit anymore. Um, but see, that's what I'm saying. That's the difference between being an individual, individual athlete. athlete. Like, all I have to do is really defend. Be able to knock down. But don't a three. you need to do like agility drills? Like, don't you need your quickness? Like- oh, I play volleyball, so that's how I do it in the sand. So I just get to natural- that point. Though in the season, you are the last one in the gym. Yeah, no, always I- getting up shots. You're on the verse climber. He just likes you- to say I don't work very hard, but the no, listen, I- you're I- one I- of those no, guys. I- you like to you like to downplay your yes, hard work. Yes, that's And then you show up and you're like, "What's up? What's up, guys? Oh, <laughs> I- I'm you? sorry, I have six percent body fat. It's cool. You're nah, annoying. Nah, I. <laughs> 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 Stop talking. <laughs> 
Lord. No, let's just I, come out and say that you're blessed with a gift that I do not have. I, I, I am extremely blessed. I am not. Like, I've been very, very fortunate. No injuries, no nothing. I, I, I'm kind of joking a little bit, but there is some truth to what I say. At this point in time, all of my work is literally just to slow the decay, right? I'm not out there trying to get better. I don't go to the gym when I was 22 years old and I was average. Well, of course not. But when you get older, you also have to, you have, there's certain you have amount to work of twice maintenance. As hard. Yeah, yes. there's a certain amount of maintenance and it takes a lot more work to be at the same level that you were. And plus you have to be more diligent about, you know, physical therapy it and like sucks, doesn't it? Are you were you born with the discipline that you now possess? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say born with a disability. Yeah, were you, were you, <laughs> I were literally you born thought that was what was coming out of no, I read your book, obviously. Oh my god, we, we, we haven't really gotten to the fangirl over here, but yeah, I know Keenan's told me a lot. Oh man, like I'm just saying, if you had a, if you everyone had, has to have an idol, I understand that. I'm just still waiting for you to be her for Halloween, like full skis. Like, oh my god, great. I could loan you my ski. Yeah, actually, I actually want to talk about that too because is skiing on water the same as skiing on? No. No. Nope. Anything translate? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> nothing. No. Nothing. No. Literally nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing remotely translate. Can you ski on water? Yeah, I can, but I, it's not. not it's, it's difficult. I don't like one foot in front of the other. It throws me off. Yeah. Um, but I can do. Yeah, I can slalom. No problem. I, I don't know. I can't. I was going to say, do you know what one foot I, in front I, of the other I, is? No, I had no idea. I was like, wait, didn't, didn't that's his, what's, I was, I was trying to, I was imagining like a snowboard. <laughs> I was like, wait, how does, how does this work? I, no clue. Lindsay, yeah, I learned how to ski three years ago at 42 years old. That's impressive. Because my daughter was going on a daddy daughter trip. Oh, cute. With like 10 girls. They were all six. And all the dads were just right away bombing the black diamonds. And I'm on the magic carpet. With the six hey, but you were out there. Were I out was there. There. So I learned three years ago. And that's but This awesome. year I accidentally went down a black diamond and I almost died. I, I want to no, stay on the greens. I have no the greens and blues. blues. Like you really don't need to go black I, it was diamond. An it's not yeah. like, I mean. It was an accident. Was that an almost cost me. It happens. It happens. You, do do happen. you ski for fun? Yeah, I do actually. I mean, I go skiing with Keenan. We ski How a lot is in the spring. How is Keenan? I mean, he's pretty good. He's only skied like five days in his whole life, uh-huh. and he's like able to keep up with me and my friends, which is pretty hard to do. Yeah. Um, I forced him to wear a onesie, which is pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, we need a photo. Right? Yeah, look at, look at yeah. It's on uh, Instagram. Oh, okay. He wore he wore a, a USA like American flag onesie, and I wore a white rainbow onesie. Oh, that's so it awesome. was for Gaper Day, so uh-huh. like you had to dress up. That's really cool. Um, give him props for like going along with my costume. Yeah. It's impressive. We got a lot of respect for you. If they said to you, you can ski one place one day and that's it. You're, you're done. What city would you choose? What mountain would you choose? It would probably be Vail. Yeah. I mean, I am biased because I live there, but at the same time, like there really isn't anywhere else that I can think of that I would want to go. Like there are places like Whistler or, um, like Alta in Utah that have good powder too, but I don't know. I feel like Vail has everything you could ever want. So whatever mood you're in, you can always find it, which is nice. Is there one place outside of the U.S. that um, when you go there for like, you know, a, a tournament or a tour that you're just like, oh, these people love me. 
are like it's no i, I mean from a standpoint of like <laughs> this is what pe- richard does I, i'm goes. really curious like for because, rich is vegas yeah it's vegas like i get there and it's like i'm home no i'm kidding i'm kidding it's not oh there no, it's like I, in, in respect so i played in new york for my first seven years and yeah. i was uh i played for jersey but it was just like when i go there the vibe like to this day like people associate me with the Cavs, obviously, because I'm here now and then the Nets, like my first seven years. So whenever I'm in New York, there's just a different feeling. It's it's 3000 miles away from my where I grew up. Yeah. I really don't go there that often. But when the minute I get off the uh, the minute I land there, people are like, oh, we miss you when you're here. We miss you here. I just didn't know if there was like a place like when you go to Europe because you've had so much success in an area or you've just had, you know, they just really have kind of gravitated towards you. And it's like kind of like a second home away from the U.S. Um. I mean, probably anywhere in Austria, mm-hmm. they love ski racing over there. Mm-hmm. So they're like 100% obsessive. Like all my stalkers are from yeah. Austria. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Any, there's, any, there's actually some French. There's some French ones, but mostly from Austria. Anyone that we want to name and just really... No. Kind of, no I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. I mean, I know their names, but I'm just going <laughs> to... God, I haven't had a stalker yet. That's the one thing I've really missed out on. I'm you had, sure you have you stalkers. Because you're not on social media like that. I know, but like Luke had a stalker and he's yeah. not on social media. Which let <laughs> I want a stalker. Want a stalker. There it is. It always comes back to Luke. You're such stalker. a whiny little baby. <laughs> you can call God. me a bitch. You it's can call me a bitch too. Little B. That too. Speaking of that, that too. you actually just had some an episode on social media a little bit that you kind of put to rest. Oh yeah. Which I actually wanted to ask both you and Richard as professional athletes and the world we live in now, so social media driven. Um how tough is that? How hard is that? How annoying um, can that be? Yeah, it's mostly annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just like, you know, I com- I comment on my friends' pages because that's what you do. Yeah. And I guess it's just on a different scale for us or people don't relate to that. Like, I would tell you that you're a crybaby on your social 100%. media if you had social media. Yeah. And people would be like, you know, that's why oh, what's wrong with Lindsay and Richard? On yeah. what's happening? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's what's great about you. You just said newsflash. Just I like, have newsflash. I have friends. Like yeah. guys, get over it. Yeah. Um, and it's. I feel like I. You know, sometimes you live under this microscope, and and this day and age with social media and just the way the news cycle is, it's so everything turns over so quickly. Is that people don't actually need information to make a story? No. They just go have an idea and they run with it and that becomes the headline for, you know, a day or two and they get more clicks on Twitter or, or, you know, their website. So it's all about like just grabbing people's attention. So most of the media, social media and and news is not even remotely accurate, but because, you know, someone, you know, had one small piece of information, they make it into this huge story and it's usually not true. So but see, that's no. why you gotta like Snapchat. There's not really a comment section in Snapchat. And I, I miss, I miss car in the garage. I know. Uh, she like she went. We've kind of moved over. Yeah. Uh, moved kiss on. My, kiss my Reardon. I know. Like, th- th- those were two. Those just were amazing. Da- the days. Oh, the days. Yeah. Just great the good Snapchat. old days. I know. Yeah. Well, they do have great, still good Instagram stories. I know. Stories. Why is it who? Because I'm not on Instagram, so yeah, I don't you have. Should, you should come over to the dark side. Uh, no. Is, first of all, don't let him fool y'all. He is. How? Because we have a road trip on Instagram. Yeah, but that's not. It's yeah, not he a, found it. I just posted. He, Richard is the um, stalker behind every Richard's other the stalker. Richard is the stalker. He is the stalker. I am the stalker. That's why I want a stalker. Um, it's just a, a little bit more along that though. How? Because you're so active on social media. 
How often do you pay attention to what's being said? Do you, at what point do you feel the need to She's you like, know, eh. respond? Like or is it just did? certain days? You're like, just today's not the just day. Yeah. I mean, it just, it depends on the day. You know, sometimes I'll just be laying around the house in between my workouts and I'll be like, what are the, what are the followers saying? You yeah. know, what's, what's the word on the street? What's the beat on the street? Yeah. And I find it to be absolutely hilarious when people like to tell me how my workouts are wrong. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> or is like, Yeah, my form is wrong. Ooh. Or like, what are you doing? Like, why don't you do a full squat instead of a half squat? Or, you know, I'm just like, do you guys have no idea what I'm even doing? <laughs> like, Or why you're doing it. Or oh. why I'm doing it. And I, I just, that, is that awesome. actually is quite entertaining. Like, yeah. I have to say, that doesn't bother me. It's just, really entertaining so i enjoy reading those comments and sometimes it's you know i don't know i feel like it's good to hear the haters because that just fuels me even more when people mm -hmm. say i'm old i'm washed up like why don't you just who like you're, says you're that who oh, says that you know what people tell me tell me they tell me to ski off a cliff and die what? oh wow yeah okay. i hope your next injury kills you like i hope your next injury okay but that like, person ruins your life away, right who like that person's got that? issues People, a lot of people. Big time. Really? How hard is it not to say stuff back, to respond? Because that's what they I want. I do sometimes, like, <laughs> some comments, something. I'm like, wow, dude, you need to really check yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope you ski up. Sometimes, like, what I'll do is I don't say anything. I just take a screenshot yeah. of their comment. I circle it, and I tag them. Yeah. And, and everyone I, buries them. And everyone buries them for me. It basically yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. That's but what you do. I, Great I, call. I've, I've yeah. legitimately seen people get criticized for doing that. They're like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Like, remember LeBron got LeBron got what? into it. No, I promise you, LeBron, because when he left the first time, there were all these race, oh. racist comments about him oh. and blah, blah, blah. So oh. he started like like screenshotting and and tagging these people in there. And then they were like, no, you can't do that, Bron. Like, and we're like, wait a second. Like, he's yeah. the one being criticized. My thing is you like. You definitely can do that. Yeah, like, yeah, if you're willing to put yourself out there, then you're willing also to be select, like, to be shouted out on their social media and be out in the open with but, your comment. So like there was, there was one girl that became famous because uh, she had, I don't even think she was anybody like, uh, I don't want to say anything. Cash mail side girl. No, no, no. I'm just saying no, she, she had a, social, <laughs> so she had a social media presence for a reason. And, um, and she guys would send her dick pics right? Hmm. And so, oh no, you know, just random perverts. I have a feeling, I have a feeling, no, it was not Draymond. Well, that's why but, you don't have, the, you don't have it open to everyone to send but, the pictures. But, but, like, so what she started, on. what she started doing is she made it her whole thing to screenshot, screenshot and then and post, not even post, but then like try and figure out who this individual was oh. and then tell them like, oh, I'm going to tell. Like, I'm going to tell your wife. She was, she was like, some of these people would have wives, girlfriends, daughters, blah, blah, blah. That's like a bit vindictive. It, it, yeah. it, it, but it was more of like, she, it, it, just her thing. turn off the pictures. But her thing was like, to see these guys all of a sudden apologize in a way that like, I'm so sorry. There's a blah, blah, but blah. But they don't mean it. Well, I, I understand that. But I, I'm not, listen, why are you yelling at me? I'm just telling you a story about how somebody was really attacking like a, a crazed bully on um, I mean, yeah, sets. there's there's diff different but, ways you can approach it for sure, and you can you can get back at online bullies very easily. But you know, at what point do you say, okay, why am I wasting my time on this scumbag who is clearly no life and is picking on me or sending whatever 
stuff that they shouldn't do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like at what point are you like, why am I wasting my time? Yeah. You know, it seems, I don't know. It seems and that's really the point. Like sometimes you're laying around and you check, right? Like you don't know what kind of mood you're in. Maybe you just want to see what the fans are saying and it can hit you in a different way. Maybe you're, maybe you're feeling a little competitive and you're like, oh really? You want to go back and forth? It, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting I'm dynamic. Feisty. I always have to yeah. go back to like oh, that guy back. probably lives in his basement. Yeah. And his mm-hmm. mom's upstairs mm-hmm. and he was picked last in kickball and he's pissed. Like, I, you know, like I have fans that would this year, one guy was all over me. All you do is pump up D'Angelo Russell. He sucks. And then I had another guy tell me I'm really hard on D'Angelo Russell. So I put them together. Yeah. I said, you two should tweet each other because one of you thinks I hate him <laughs> yeah. and one of you thinks I love him. So why don't you two just side text each other? Get to know yeah. each other. I can't go? have it anymore. I don't I never heard from either of them again. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes all they want is just a response. Just an interaction. And they don't even, and then they'll come back apologetic. And it's, Which comes back to the kickball thing. Like they're just, they're yeah. just driving. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lindsay, Richard is going to be throwing out soon. Oh, a, the first pitch? Yeah. At Angel Stadium. I'm a little nervous. Oh, I cute. Just, oh, you need a ball sport, so you better not suck. I know. Well, you just threw it out at a Dodgers game. Yeah, correct? I've done it. I've done it a couple times. Um, it's really not that hard. I mean, <laughs> Don't, don't no do that. All you do is you get there a little early, you yeah. grab a ball and a mitt, and you just warm up. Like, you practice. And don't panic. Don't panic. Oh, I'm in full panic mode. I'm Peter panic right now. You know full The panic. biggest thing is, like, aim. Yeah. Like, I feel like when I aim correctly and don't th- try to do too much, yeah. it's always much better than, like, if I try to throw it too hard, I usually end up veering off course. What's the worst? Dude, okay, so you play you Little League? It, no, so I didn't have money to play Little League. I oh, apologize for that. Don't give me the I didn't have money to I play did, Little I League. I did not have money to play Little League. Do you understand the first reason the first the reason why I played basketball was because it was free. <laughs> I could just <laughs> you're show up like Little League is thousands of dollars. Okay, so nothing. I'm not talking about thousands of dollars, but you're talking about cleats, you're talking about fees, you're talking about baseballs, you're talking about gloves. I'm being Really? Dude, Sandlot, they played in the I, yard. I'm 100%. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I'm just, I just don't want you to act like Swaggy or, or 50 Cent. And just, I can't have you embarrassed I, I, I Like, be an athlete. Why do you think I'm in Peter athlete. Panic mode right now? Why Peter do you think Panic. I'm in Peter Panic mode? I can't throw. No, I can we better 100% throw. We better I, am, I am an athlete. I am just saying that this is something that is an, it's new for me. Dude, I, I mean, was dude, live insta I had surgery and I couldn't move my hand and I still did it. Well, thanks. Thanks for just really setting the bar <laughs> fairly high. I mean, look at, look at, look, as long as you don't 50 Cent it, you'll yeah. be fine. Well, well, Will I, you I, watch I, it on live Insta story? I'm going to make sure we do so it. I, I told yeah, them. Please, I, yes. please send me that because the, I would love to watch it live. The only thing I told him is if little Richard could come out there with me. Put it on your son. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to have little Richard throw a ball out. Well, but yeah, then you can't, you can do no harm. Exactly. Like as long as there's a child there. It's yes. Like, oh, it's so cute. That's so cute. Little Richard and little Richard the third will be out there. <laughs> Little Richard, they there. can't set him you. up. If he if he shanks the ball, no one cares, and then I just throw mine when no one's looking. Yeah, it's good. Is that bad that I'm setting up my son for failure? Yeah, I mean, yeah. but that's something you would do. But he's going to be first of all. He's probably Richard. more athletic than you are. What? What? Definitely. <laughs> what? 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 Who said that? Get your head out of there. <laughs> yeah. So no, I've, no, I've never done. It. What's the worst one you've ever done? You had a bad one. Oh, I threw it. I I think maybe it was Orioles. With the Orioles, I little think. Camden Yards. That was pretty bad. Um, I did really well um, when I threw it out for the Cubs at okay. Wrigley. That was amazing. Wrigley's good and my spot. Um, my I went with my entire family. They're like, you can bring whoever you want. I'm like, I need thirty tickets. Oh wow! I, because it's so close to where my family lives Minnesota. in Wisconsin. So like my aunts and uncles, and I literally brought everyone. Um, 
because uh, Sandra Day O'Connor was there as well, and it was okay. like everyone was freaking out. Oh wow! So I, my uncle actually practiced with me Allie, beforehand. Do you know who Sandra Day O'Connor is? Oh, I think on? my mic's broke. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I could feel Allie's blank face from, from I'm not even educate there. me. Just, educate me. <laughs> what? Google. Google. Okay, we're Google. Have to Google. Google. Can I give you guys a breaking news right now because it affects you guys? What? All star Kyrie Irving reportedly asks Cavaliers to trade him. <gasps> no oh. longer wants to play alongside LeBron. That, that's that, 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 CBS Sports. Richard, what do you got? What do I have? Give us about, the scoop. What yeah. do I have? Even about Lindsay the, wants to know. I what do I know. have about the breaking news? I just saw Kyrie the other day as the fifth even most fashionable. Yeah. We were trying to get a drink at the bar. I was trying to get a water. I was going to say. We we're both in line. I was it's like, from What's up, Kyrie? Oh, Windhorst. Oh, yeah. Uh, Why do people always got to just mess with what? that? I mean, just. just dude. Look. I, is it true? Is it true? I. I. I'm finding out kind of now. <laughs> no, man. The way I Are you in the, the way, know? What? Are you really in the know? Am I in the know? This is what I will say <laughs> about this. And by the time this gets out and whenever we air this in a few days, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't think that there's a, a power struggle f- like with LeBron and Kyrie and Kev. I, I think um, Kyrie is a hyper intelligent kid. Really, really smart. Doesn't get enough credit for how smart he is. And I think seeing that the franchise is in flux, I, I think seeing Griff leave and, you know, the amount of coaches, I, I think Kyrie has had a much tougher time in hit this stretch of the organization than anyone ever really wanted fully. He's a number one pick right after LeBron. Then he has three different coaches. Then LeBron comes back. You know, now there's trade rumors. Now it's LeBron's leaving. It's like at some point in time, even anybody would want some sort of stability, even yeah. if it's the unknown. And I'm not saying that I don't know if he has to be traded. I don't know this, but I will say that he's had a tougher time. If you look at from start to where we are right now of the ups and downs of a franchise more than most, even though we've been successful and even though we've won a championship and he's been an all-star, there's still been so much of a wave and it'd be like, yo, we're going to sit here for a whole year on whether or not LeBron's coming back. That's got to be tough on anybody, everybody. Putting a little bit of that in terms of like the up and down he has played in six seasons, he just finished his sixth year mm-hmm. for four coaches and two GMs. Yeah. That, and that's... now he's going on what would be his third GM. Yeah. One thing about Kyrie from like an outsider that <clears throat> follows the NBA and loves the NBA, but works on the West coast with the Lakers. But I watch a lot of your games, obviously because of you guys and, um, and, and on the national stage, you go to the finals every year. Kyrie is such a talent and it bothers me a lot. I don't actually think he gets enough credit. I don't think that bothers him. I have no idea, but I'm just saying like, He's just not mentioned. He's a top 10 guy for sure. I don't feel like he's well, we mentioned. Can, like, we, do you feel we, like he's mentioned just, like But that? it's one of those things where it's the, I've been in the Spurs where everyone's like, yeah. oh, no one ever is talking about the Spurs. No one ever. It's like, look, don't talk about the Spurs. They're yeah. going to win the 55, 65, whatever wins they have. They're going to be in the race. They might win it. They might not. But it's like they don't sit there and focus on that no one's talking about them. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, for because, sure. And I think, I think Kyrie knows how important he is to our team. He, LeBron knows how important he is. The, like we, He's been on this podcast. They've been on this podcast together multiple times where Bron was like, dude, this is my guy. I need him. He he is so important to me. My kids love him. Like it doesn't like and again just like any family, 
there's ups and downs. There's moments that you hate them, moments that you love them, and then you just kind of keep it moving. We talked a little bit when Robert Ory was on this podcast the other day. He was there for the Shaq and Kobe years. Shaq and Kobe needed each other. They don't win without each other from 2000 to 2002. Like Kyrie and LeBron needed each other these last few years. They make each other great as well. I mean, Kyrie offensively, there's just no one that stops him when he's cooking. I honestly, I'm sitting here at Vaughn's house. Yeah. And Lindsay's amazing. She let us in her house. And we're talking about I do not basketball. really care I know. about those you, classes. Good job, getting, good job getting away from that. I do not. I, like, I got a corona here, and it's 12 o'clock on a Friday. Although she wanted to know as well what was going on with Yeah. It. Well, no. like like she. But it you, sounds like he's not really in the know, so. Yeah, yeah so let's I move have on. to kind of like steer away from that. It's so like, I'll probably there, just look online. Is there something else that we can talk I about? I have something. Can I get to a text chain I somewhere? I have something. Allie and I were talking to Lindsay when you were just running around the house, not caring. We, we were talking to her before we went on the air about, you know, she's like, listen, I'm, she's in big-time training. In the yeah. Olympics in February might be her last, and I'll let her tell you this, but you said, man, like, you know, not drinking and just being so disciplined. So I think my wheels started turning. Let's imagine you win gold, you're, you're in the Olympics, and you finally have a drink. What is your drink of choice, and how does it feel when it hits your lips? <laughs> how does it feel when it hits it's my, my lips? lips. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, let me think about that one for a second. Um, I probably have some champagne, but I probably will be drunk after one glass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because like I am super lightweight, especially when I'm not drinking. It's I'm probably one or two glasses, and I'm good to go. Uh, um. But the thing with the Olympics is that. Even if I win, I still have more events. So it's never that I can really, I mean, really celebrate. You know, when I won in Vancouver, I literally had a race uh, 48 hours later and we had training and, and whatnot. And we had to go through the, you know, to the medal ceremony and all this press stuff. And, you know, I got to bed late and all I wanted to do was go to sleep. I didn't have anything to drink. Um, and right after the Olympics, so we went straight into into media and then straight into the season. So I really had no break. I had no celebration and I didn't get to celebrate for probably two months until after the oh, whole that's, season. That's was done. hard. Yeah. It's hard. I just, you I, work the so, more I hear about this work ethic, I just get so <laughs> sad. The more that you know, it's not you real. So <laughs> sad. So, but like, I'm going to do this. Like I want to do this one, maybe two, more years max. I feel like you saw that every year. I do say it every year. And I'm going to keep saying it until the wheels fall but off. But I'm probably the same. Yeah. It's, it's, you're gonna, the so, same. Are, so are you a, until the wheels fall off? Are you going to say, I want to go to this or I have? And again, you don't have to tell us the goals, but it's just like, as long as my body feels good, as long as I'm still enjoying it. Because, you know, some people try and make it seem like you have to, if you're not the guy, the number one person, then you should just go away. It's like you've been so dominant. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but then there's some guys that are like, okay, I can kind of, you know, be competitive. Like Roger Federer, right? He had a stretch where it looked like he was kind of starting to slow down. because he had injuries. Yeah, it's because he had because injuries. because he no. was starting to suck. It's no, because uh, he had injuries. Federer is my guy, my, my favorite okay. tennis player of all time. I will never. You're going to say Nadal or someone else. And no, 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 no. I grew, I, I took my dad to Wimbledon. Like I am a, I am a Federer fan. I grew up watching, yeah, I grew up watching tennis. I love it. So I'm just saying he started to slow down a little bit. He had some injuries. He started playing in a few less tournaments and they were like, oh, well, you know, there's Djokovic, there's this, there's that. And all of a sudden here he goes, wins another Wimbledon. Like, and he's just maintaining a level, but some people just want, if you're not the guy, the number one all the time, like, are you going to like do less races, maybe 
travel a little and just pick certain tournaments? Like, how do you want to, you know, kind of ride this process out the last few years? I'm still going to be the guy. Well, no, no, I'm not talking about like, not being not being the guy. I know, but like, I'm not, I'm not going to kind of just be comfortable and just kind of like slowly, you know, fade off. Okay. I'm going to go out on top. Okay. I just think I can keep going out on top, like for a few more years. Three more years. Like, I'm my original plan. Well, my okay. original plan was retiring after Sochi, but that. Did, definitely did not go as planned. Okay, so I, I don't feel like Sochi. such an asshole with my question. Thank you. <laughs> yep, no problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so my plan was to, you know, race in these upcoming Olympics and then retire. But then I'm so close to a bunch of records. The the biggest one being the most World Cup wins of all time. I, I'm the best female. I have the most of any female, but not. There's one guy that has more wins than I do. So that's my big goal. But I feel like, putting a lot of emphasis on the Olympics and I don't want to put all my be- eggs in one basket and put all the pressure on this whole season. So I'll, I extended it for another year of my career. Yeah. So I'll focus on the Olympics this year and then, you know, and win a couple of races and then next year I'll hopefully, you know, break the record. Um, but who knows? I mean, if my body's still doing well, you know, Keep I don't going. know. Right. As what? long as I'm still winning, yeah. like if I'm not winning, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that like I'm psyched with second. Yeah. You know, so if I can still win and keep getting my records uh, higher and higher, Mm -hmm. then I'm definitely going to keep doing that. But it could be, you know, something where like, like Roger, you know, he's not doing the French Open anymore. Yeah. You know, he's cutting his losses and he's preparing for events that he knows that he can potentially win. And, you know, down the road, that may be something that I do as well. Yeah. And that's what that was more that was more of it. Like, are you gonna do a few less and focus on a couple more? But yeah. it's not it's not really the same in ski racing. You know, it's not like the Grand Slams and mm-hmm. tennis. We have World Cup races. I've, there's forty races a year. Wow. So it's not as obviously as many as you guys, but um you if you want to win certain titles, you have to race a certain amount of races. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just have to make a decision what I want to accomplish. Do I want to focus on the World Cup record? Do I want to get more titles? You know, and so those are the things I'll ask myself, you know, next season, but or the season after that. But um yeah, it's I, I definitely want to go out on top. So as long as I can continue to do that all I will. As long as my knee doesn't explode. Your knee's going to be fine. Your knee's going to be fine. <laughs> I'm just hoping the medical field will like far advance in the next five years. Oh, so I can man. just get a That's full saying. knee replacement. You can fully replace legs, limbs, whatever you need. Did you ever go. have a fear of skiing? No. Never? No. How fast do you go down? Um, I mean, probably max like 85 plus. She says it so casually. Um, probably average like 70 I don't feel comfortable you know, driving that fast. When I was falling down that black diamond <laughs> accidentally this yeah. year, and I just I was probably going 15. That's I wanted thing. to. I wanted to go another day. I just wanted to fall. I'm a whiny. You don't like driving fast. Me and fall. Me, I'm a zero to sixty guy. Like I like okay, red red light, let's hit it. But like we're on the yeah, I'm a zero to sixty. You're the, that annoying person, aren't you? I am so annoying. Like I, I, I want to go fast that. zero to sixty, but I don't want to go sixty to like one twenty. That was that, fun. That's a lie. Today I was going 55, 60, and you were like, uh, Well, you were you in the far, okay, no, she's in the far right lane, drive in, and it's like, there's 10 more miles to go, and it's like, you realize that every car is going to turn right. Can I say something, though? Not, every the nine car, minutes I was that I was- still annoyed that he was being a diva because he needed to eat a sandwich and a donut. I need a ride. <laughs> I need a ride. I can't drive myself. The nine minutes Rich that we were on the phone together during that time, 
you were uh, you were annoying for me, and I wasn't even in the car. Like you're just riding her, dude. Like let her drive. The dude. you know what I'm saying? No, I think these I, are your look, friends look, too, I, Richard. Just... Yeah. Well, I, look, I, I'm sorry. We we did a That's we we, we did a little. We accept you for who you are. Thank you. That's all I want. We did a little Lindsey Vaughn prep. Right. Because it was like, hey, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. We prepped. We prepped about the meeting that we have over at Fox right after this. And so then it was like, hey, I have a sandwich. Do you mind driving? Being <laughs> a good light her up. Yeah, I forgot driving, the donut as well. The donut was while we waited because the donut was ready. So while I waited on the sandwich is when I I grabbed the donut. OK, so copy, but the, it was a blueberry that. donut. Really, really good. Lindsay, the feeling of winning when the national anthem plays like gold medal in Vancouver Never in 2010. What is, yeah, you got a bronze. What, <laughs> what is that moment like? You have so many wins. Is that, I is that different? Thought. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I feel like some wins are more emotional than others, but the Olympics and, um, you know, some wins after my injuries have definitely been really emotional. And sometimes I'm just, you know, freezing and I would love to just, be done and go put my clothes back on because um, our ski suits are really, really cold. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially the Olympics, you know, it's, you feel that you're American, you know, you're representing something more than just yourself. Mm. And, you know, it's my family and everyone that supported me. And when I hear the anthem, it, it triggers something special. And especially at the Olympics, it's just so much more than, you know, a gold medal. It's, I don't know. It has the, you have the opportunity to inspire people and, and thank people for what they've given you. And, um, it can be pretty emotional. I I feel Allie getting emotional hearing you talk about it. Richard, just stop. (laughs) See, it's okay. Richard's such an ass. (laughs) Thank you. I love her even more now. Look at her. She's like, you're ridiculous. It's okay, um, Allie. It's okay Lindsay, to show emotion. Lindsay, got foundations? Are you? Uh, good change of subject. <laughs> I'm really good at that. Um, any books you read? Um, Have her plug her books. book for, for, our, um, for a lot of our basketball listeners. I loved the book. You know, actually, I got the book Game 7 of the World Series this year. Really? Instead of going downtown for Game Seven, I was like, "No, nah, let me let me just pull out my." That's Lindsay. pretty epic. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty big time. Yeah. I put the that's TV a, that's on a special low, place. Yeah. And I just did read you bring it? I could sign it. Oh. <laughs> Richard was like, "Did you bring your book?" I was like, "No, I forgot it. I have an extra one. I can sign." There it. we go. <laughs> yes. I was literally going. I, to- I won't give you one, Richard. I, uh, <laughs> I read it in like three days. Three. You, you should you, read it. Did There's you really like it? In there. I want to just like saying that. No, no, no. no she, you know what I loved about it the most is that. Um, like, give me some criticism. Like, be real. Oh, I could do that. I haven't even read I don't, it. I didn't ask you. <laughs> no, what I loved about it the most is having never met you and obviously just kind of following you from afar is how rela- relatable it was. Relatable it was. Um, and I think, especially in today's day and age, it's powerful. You know, and I think your message is, it's so real. It was so simple. um, But yet there's so much strength and power behind it. Thanks. Yeah. I followed your tour, your book tour. (laughs) Aw. Loved your outfits. (laughs) Yeah, I could go on and on. Thanks. Yeah, I really tried hard on that. No, it was awesome. But it was actually another kind of question I had for you too, because along with the big three from the Cavs, LeBron, Kevin, and Kyrie, you mentioned it. You sell them at SI's top 50 most fashionable um, athletes. How has that transition been for you um, in terms of, as you kind of mentioned, getting dressed up and 
exploring that side? Well, I think things definitely changed for me after the 2010 Olympics. You know, when I won there, it it went from just being a skier to being put in the public eye in a much mm -hmm. different way. And I feel like I've really grown over the last few years and figured it out and figured my place, figured out my place. And I don't, now I, I'm, I'm confident in myself and I like taking risks a little bit in fashion. And I, I, you know, I have a stylist and I like, I don't know. I, I think yeah, it's, all, it's like all girly, that. you know, yeah. I, like right now I'm in my sweats and my boy <laughs> cut off sweatshorts. I'm crushing it. Um, and it's nice to just dress up and do something different and, and express yourself in a different way. And I don't get self-conscious anymore about, you know, chicks being half my size because that's, this is me. Like, mm -hmm. this is uh, all I have. This is all I'm going to be. And I'm pretty psyched with what I am. So, um, it's fun. You know, it's, it's something that I feel feminine doing and it's something different. I mean, of course, you know, you have to be careful always with scheduling and not overdoing it. You know, I can't do events all the time, but if there are some, you know, fun events like the SBs and SI and, mm. you know, maybe some fun movie premieres, like I'm totally game for that. Um, do you have a certain style that you like that you enjoy? I feel like I'm kind of, my style is in between like Jennifer Aniston and Rihanna. <laughs> nice. There's yes. a lot there. I yeah, it's love a lot, which is awesome. But like, if you think about it, okay, Jennifer Aniston is really simple. She's uh -huh. always classy. She's always like chic. And Rihanna takes a lot of risk. So edgy. I'm like edgy, but simple and classy. Like, God. God, just let's Me and Chris, we just hugged that out. God. I just wanted to ask her if she really won a big cow one time as a I did. Yeah. Yeah. I have like a lot of cows now. Wow. Wait, what? Yeah. I won a cow. Believe it or not, I don't know this. Really? That's actually surprising. Yes. That's actually the most surprising thing of the day. I was wondering who my I was wondering who my stalker from Van Wert, Ohio was. Like a, yeah, like a like a real cow. Like, cow. are there other cows? So I, oh, I shut up. It was in 2006, right before the Olympics, and I won a cow in France. And it's like a special, like the special cheese. That's they make the special cheese from a, this one specific region of France. So it's actually like a legitimately cool cow. Yeah. And she's very <laughs> photogenic. I oh just wow. Say. She has horns. She has like black around her eyes. It's kind of like she has makeup on. <laughs> Wait a second. I think I do know this. You name one of them, Don. Yeah. Don Don. Don. Wow. Don Don. Wow! Look at this! Oh my God! If Lindsey Vaughn, if she was a subject on Jeopardy, if Lindsey Vaughn was a subject on Jeopardy, you would crush it. Give me Lindsey Vaughn for a thousand. Uh, yeah. uh, the Daily Double. <laughs> yes, I'll take that. I'd like to bet it all, Alex. <laughs> all of it, Alex. Not, as long as there's not a timer on it, I'm good. <laughs> I'd like to bet it all, Alex. Yes. I named. I named. That was a spawn of the original. Child, uh, the original cow. Yeah. Um, its name was Olympi. That was not my name, but it was because of the Olympics. It was yeah. like French, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then when they, they actually shipped him, shipped her over to Austria. My friend had a farm, was going to take care of her and she was pregnant. So I got two for one. Oh, wow. Nice a two, two for, for one deal. You gotta yeah. love a two for. Yeah. Nobody have to pay extra for and that. And then they just kept <laughs> breeding her and I have like six other cows. Get out. Um, so I named, named them, them after Shirley and Don, my grandparents, because I love my grandparents. Yeah. Um, I named one of them Sunny 
And I had a goat actually given to me as well for the world championships. I named her Laura. My sister was not psyched. <laughs> no. um, and then I think I was two, two years ago, um, same race that I won my original cow. They gave me a calf. Oh, wow. I don't remember. what. If I you win any more animals, feel free to name it Al. It'll be our little secret. Al. <laughs> My name's Allie, so it'll be like I know, short part, you but know. this is my dad's name, Al. Oh, oh yeah. So there my dad might, might take credit yeah. for that one. There. Yes, yes. Okay. Just it's Clifton okay. or Cliff. It's okay, blood. Yeah. Yeah. Cliff. 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 Last name's Clifton. <laughs> Go Cliff for the cat. That'd be good. Oh I like Cliff. God. By the way, some people get rings in their sports or some get cows. Cows. You know? Gosh. And goats. I mean, who would want a huge diamond ring when you could get a cow? <laughs> a cow. Oh, my God. Totally I would me. give my ring up now for a cow. You'd have, you know, free milk and cheese for life. Yeah, for life. Never go hungry. Hey, all jokes aside, though, I respect the hell out of you. I know this is kind of like respect. Ah. You mean stock? Uh, I what? <laughs> Nothing. I was kidding. Just kidding. <sighs> I respect the hell out of you. Um, it's been so much fun for having us here, obviously opening your home. Um, thank you. So anything else? you guys got? No, just again, thank you for having us in your home. Uh, <laughs> this was fun. Uh, sorry if we had to talk cap basketball for two minutes because God, I'm so tired of talking about basketball. So it's okay. It's it is okay. what you do. Yeah, it's what we do. I mean, in your spare time, in my spare you do play time, basketball. I'm so over it. So <laughs> over it. And, and I know this is like the thing you wanted to do today, probably when you were on the bike and totally. Away. I was like, so, wow, I can't we, we wait it. to get can't home. Wait. And talk to you guys. Talk to us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's, that's exactly what everyone what says. Yep. If you knew how, how much we had to blackmail people to get on here. But you had fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just Jimmy sliding on the DMs to, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. get, we had to get some time people. in with you. Yeah, Did we, you have fun? Oh, I had a great time. Good. Good. I love talking shit. Okay. There we go. And you're, see, and the more you do it, I, we'd love to get you one time, like when you can drink, like in your kind of after moments but see also like children look up to me so we don't have to I, if I drink like, that then the swear words could come out a lot more and I just we prefer to like bleep. keep it PG we can bleep that stuff and like uh-huh. I, I don't I don't know I don't know if I trust because, you in because you're my idol you can trust, I do edit you trust so Allie. I got don't you. trust I got me trust Allie. thank you and yeah. by the way Allie and I will be like tagging you if you just want us to stop because we're <laughs> overboard just just hit us up on the side it's cool yeah. okay yeah, i'll pull okay. a channing my instagram right. is al.clifton <laughs> oh. um, totally <laughs> uh, but no thanks again best of luck with everything thank you can't wait for february um, can't yeah. wait. good luck uh dealing with this uh, guy oh yeah oh, oh it's worse just when get it's ready for the ride it's worse when it's me I have and an idea. let's rage after the olympics with oh. Lindsay Vaughn. let's go Richard, yeah, come to season. South Korea. It's going to be great. Oh, no. Yeah, that'd be tough. No, I How about when I come back to LA? Yes. There we go. There, there we go. go. There we go. Yeah, we're ready. That. We're ready. I'll do another. Tour. We'll do a road do, do trip in. Yeah, yeah and I'll actually yeah. be able to cheers with you. I won't have beer, but it's okay. It's fine. Beer's overrated. For Lindsay Vaughn, Geeter, Richard Jefferson, I'm your host, Allie Clifton. You could say bye. I'm your I host. Did. I said that while you were talking. Right. I'm your host. Have a great night. Have a great night. <laughs>